0: Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. (laughs) I I can't do an African accent. It turns into Middle Eastern. So anyway, welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. I am Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. And we are going to talk about Black Panther. Okay. So uh, all that, more, nothing, something like that,
1: take it away. Johnny. It should have been T'Chaka, T'Chaka, T'Challa. Killmonger. Eric.
0: Mm-hmm, Jobu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jobu.
1: Yeah, take it away Jobu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jobu. Fuck you, Jobu. Up your butt, Jobu.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Up your butt. Fucking one of the greatest moments in movie history, dude. <laughs> hey bartender, Jobu needs a refill. <laughs> All right. Um okay. So anyway, uh yeah, we we saw Black Panther of course cuz we're, you know, we're typical sheep sellouts and we go see the big budget movies and you know what? Hey, hey, he finally he finally got his first movie. What was it? When did he first come out? 66 or something? Right before, like three months before the actual Black Panther movement came out, started. They had uh, this one created by Stanley and Jack Kirby, I believe. Yeah. Yes. And um, yeah, I even read about uh, how they uh, for a little while they changed his name to Black Leopard just so that they wouldn't be associated with the Black Panther movement, and then they changed it back again because no one just no one was like everyone's like no, don't do that. Don't do that so yeah, um you know what nineteen sixty six uh you know what we can go into a rant about this, but here how about why don't we play the trailer first and then uh really we'll get into our own opinions on the movie yeah yeah yeah, Maybe. if you notice there's no South African accents in this movie except for ulysses claw and I can't I can't do a South African accent I wish I could because those are i love I love how Shitty and hilarious South African accent sound. It's a great character accent. Charlotte Copley. I know Charlotte Copley's fucking awesome. Alright, here we go. Ready? Black Panther. I have seen gods fly.
2: I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have Seen anything like this? How much more are you hiding?
2: Hola. Let's go,
0: go, go. We are
2: home. My son, it is your time. Show me my respect and bow down. You get to decide. What kind of king you are going to be? Don't freeze. I never freeze. The not be Show me my respect. And bow down. We own We own only need now. Because we own know. We've to I waited
0: my entire life for this. The world's gonna start over. I'ma burn it all. What happens
2: now determines what happens to the rest of the world. Home, be able to plug in, turn on, and out. The revolution will not be Let's have some fun. The revolution will be live.
0: You know what's funny about Kendrick Lamar is I actually finally looked him up. And if you watch the music video, like I watched one called Humble, and <laughs> the fucking style of the video is pretty badass. Very artistic, just not the music.
1: <laughs> the music is, it's just, it's bland and boring. And it's, it's, it's a shitty version of. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh, uh-huh. Woo! It, it, it's...
0: Yeah, it's... uh Damn. I, I've been at a loss for words, man. Because there's some... I mean, look, there's plenty of... I, I understand trends and all these things, but when someone just doesn't really have that much talent... And I, I don't want to hear anyone say that, that Kendrick Lamar has talent because when you listen to him rap,
1: him rhyming and flowing, whatever you want to call it. Here, this is, this is how I, I view fucking... Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, oh you're my awesome. God, you're so Hold on a second. Made Excellent. I'm a bigger hit Ex- the kids than Will
2: Smith in his nice clean rap.
0: Woo! Ha, <laughs> ha! I respect women when I'm on a date. I take them to the park or maybe a museum, and I only try to kiss them if they're ready. woo What what what? What wap, Say, What what? Help out your mom and dad by getting a job so you can help pay for school supplies. Woo-hoo! Say, who? Wipe your shoes on the mat when you come in the house. Someone just clean that floor. Woo-hoo! Say, what wap. Ha, ha! <laughs>
1: And, and that whole the whole, woo-hoo, say what what, uh-huh mm-hmm. <laughs> that if you listen to the trailer, yeah, a- Italian guys um when 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 you listen to the trailer for yeah. Black Panther, that's all he's really saying, and it's just continually repeating the same shitty verses, yeah. you know, and then going, woo uh-huh huh, say what, huh. It is completely uninteresting, and and we've we've gone through the soundtrack, and there's two soundtracks, mm-hmm. and the first soundtrack which we talked about, where I've I've bitched about ad nauseum, yeah, which is the uh, inspired by the Black Panther movie yeah. done by Kendrick Lamar,
0: yeah. There's five, I believe, five at least five tracks on there out of fourteen that are uh, Kendrick Lamar
1: um, yes. songs, and they're fucking garbage. We've listened to them, and and I'm a metal guy, but I, I like good music. I don't care, I don't care if it's jazz or acid jazz or fusion or yeah. rock or Pink Floyd or Metallica or, or you know orchestral scores because you know I, I love me some good Beethoven and Mozart and whatever else. But I can't stand corporate sellout schlock cunty music.
0: But he's from Compton, Mike.
1: I don't care. So is Ice Cube <laughs> and Ice-T and NWA and Public Enemy and, okay. and 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 all the good fucking rap artists except Run DMC, who's from Brooklyn. Well, pu- and Public Enemy is also from... <coughs> Beastie Boys and... Yeah, those are all from from New York. But, so... Yeah. You sure Public Enemy is from New York? Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm not going to argue with you about that one. <laughs> NWA, I know, isn't. I don't know if they're from uh, <laughs> Harlem
0: or Queens, you know, or you know, even Brooklyn. I, but they're from New York. I, yeah, they're definitely New York. Um, and then so watch someone come on and go motherfucker. They're from Pennsylvania. Yeah, <laughs> but um, no, every time I see him, they're always in New York and doing you know New York shit. So I, yeah. I don't know. I haven't done a, a history on on Public enema. but
1: yeah, he's he's the Britney Spears of rap. That's pretty much what what it comes down to.
0: Look, ten years ago. Little Wayne, not even not even ten years ago, Little Wayne was the most popular. He was the leader in hip hop, and at that time, I was like, dude, this is this is the leader of hip hop. This is fucking shit. Well, not Little Kim. And I've heard some. Little Wayne has had a few good things here and there, but overall, no. It's like, dude, this is this is how bad hip hop has gotten. That Little Wayne stands atop of everybody else because his shit is just a little bit better than everybody else's yeah. shit. And yeah, and then that, and then now you've got Kendrick Lamar and these other mumbling guys that, you know, yeah. Where's Eminem? Eminem, it's like he look. Eminem can still rhyme, great. He can rhyme. He can rhyme really, really well. But there's no, no story to it anymore. There's no, there's no soul to hip hop anymore. It's it's just fucking. It's just trash, it's
1: bubblegum trash that just disappears really as quickly as it comes up, yeah you and, know and 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 the same and the same thing is going on w- across all musical genres. the corporations are running the show still, yeah. and they think that this is what we want to hear, and yeah. it's not what we want to hear, and they shove it down the younger generation's throat, telling them this is you know the the this is the music that you should be listening. to. I
0: need to. someone to just who was extremely enlightened into the world of music, just to come around and, and show me all the good shit that I've missed out on over the last even 15 years. Just go to YouTube. You know what I mean? Just and start looking shit up. And just, you know, like, hey, well this band is really, really good, and, but yet you never hear them on the radio. You never hear them because they like to promote their own shit. They don't like to fall into the whole corporate bullshit, things like that. You know, and like you've even mentioned it before, like like Iron Maiden, uh-huh. they 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 um they 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 make fucking millions a year, but you never hear them on the radio. Yeah, you know, except for maybe
1: head to, for the hills, <laughs> right? Run for the hills, run for the run hills, run to the hills. Yeah, and so you know, it, it's it you know it, they are the most popular band on the planet without any radio airplay. Yeah, and
0: it's th- just funny. Yeah. It's funny because I, I guarantee you that most young people this nowadays, you say Iron Maiden, they're like, "What the? What? What's that? Who's that?" You know what I mean? Because they're all in. They're in the corporate machine, of of the Kendrick Lamar's. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, and, and even Metallica's in the corporate machine. And there's not a problem with the corporate machine. The problem is is when the corporate machine is telling you how you should look and how you should sound. Yeah, and then and then you say, "Okay, I'm going to do that." and then you become part of this corporate mechanism yeah. to sell your music and the, and and this is this is the, you could sell out and i'll take it one step further Yeah. because and i've heard i've heard many musicians say this and i want to attribute it to james hetfield of metallica saying yeah we, we we didn't sell out we bought in yeah okay but it it goes deeper than that when you when you have a corporation that's telling you how to look how to dress how to talk how, how to be on interviews. You know, it's, it's the NFL thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where everybody sounds the same. Like if you listen to, if you listen to the guys on the Patriots and they give their press conferences yeah. or they give their interviews, everybody has the same line. They say the same exact things. They don't give anything away. We respect the other team. We would try really, really hard. We're, you know, we're really focused on this game, you know, and, and, and and that and then you go from there. Even James Harrison bought into the whole plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and and then you have other teams that don't do that. And and then and, and then you look at what's going on with those teams and you go, Well, of course. Like like the New York Jets or the Mouthy kids that are on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. You know. They're, they're not, when, when, you have, when you have a cohesive unit that's only interested in one goal and one goal only, you're going to continue to win. And when you have a non-cohesive unit, you're going to have these problems. When, if you, and if you look at Jacksonville from last year to this year, yeah. everybody bought into the program this year, right? Yeah. The same thing with the Raiders from last year. Everybody bought into Jack Del Rio's program. And then something happened this year. There's there's multiple problems, you know, injuries and yada, yada, yada. But, again, <laughs> they still they still bought into his program. They didn't keep, they, 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 they towed the company line, is what I'm saying. And when you have people that aren't towing the company line, then you have these problems. Mm-hmm. That's the NFL, though. When you buy into, and when you buy into the corporate world for music and stuff like that, you don't have to tow the company line. But you don't need to air your dirty laundry either right you yeah. just do your own thing and you continue on and and you become the best at what you can and and make yourself authentic and real yeah and this is not authentic and real is what i'm trying to get at yeah kendrick lamar's music is not authentic it's not it's it's not inspiring it's not fun to listen to it's just the same it's the same over and over again. Yeah. And it's trite. It's garbage. It makes little John look original. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 you you have by by other standards though, you have the Carrie Underwood's and and the Taylor Swift's and and the whatever. I like Taylor Swift. No, she can she writes but, her own shit, man. She's she's talented. Right? Yeah. And 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 that's that's the difference. Yeah. She she makes, you, you don't have to like her music, but it's actually okay, it's good to listen to. I gotta it's respect got it. I, I respect, you know. <laughs> Anyways.
0: She ain't no loud mouth piece of shit like fucking Kanye, I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, and well, there's another guy that, that's a talentless hack. Um, but, on the other side of this, you have the actual original soundtrack. Oh my God. When you're listening to the original soundtrack for The score, Black... Yeah. Yeah, the musical score OST. When you're listening to that musical soundtrack, and they're playing the ad, with the with the ad, hold oh, on a second. the
0: drums, you got the hand drums and the. Right, let me get something else up here. here.
1: we go. Black Panther soundtrack OST. Yeah, when when you have and and it's not the music from and inspired by that was curated by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah,
0: because they said they're they're releasing two different soundtracks the one with all
1: the music inspired by and then the actual uh, original score yeah the the original score 54 there's 54 songs oh, i don't buy that <sighs> um yeah the Bew song car chase the casino brawl is this wakanda the, it's um what do you say black panther what original score uh, Ludwig Gorenson when when here it is thank you when Ludwig Gorenson put this together he went all out he went to africa he found all these musicians mm-hmm. he he really put himself into their world yeah and looked for specific sounds and specific beats so that he can add this into the Black Panther and this Wakanda, this... this, this um, Culture. Yeah, yeah but um, that's not the word I'm looking for. This uh, non-existent world fictional? that they're... Tr- yeah, this fictional world that they're trying to turn into a reality. Yeah. You know? And what's great about it is it makes you really feel like... There is an, a, a Wakanda that exists. Yeah, you know it, it's sec. This this entire movie is is predominantly secular. It takes place in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. It takes place. That, I mean, there's a, the you know does happen to go to Busan, but there's no New York. There's yeah. no Thor. There's no Avengers, and this is the stuff that you've talked about. Yeah. Um.
0: Self-contained.
1: Yeah, and and that's what makes it so good.
0: Yeah. It didn't rely on being um, uh, this new entry into the MCU, you know, where it's, you know, relies on, you know, a, a visit by Captain America or a visit by, you know, by anybody else. You know what I mean? It, it didn't it didn't do any flashbacks to any other movies. It just the only oh, I'm sorry, it did a flashback to Civil War, but only the death of Ch- Ch- T'Chaka, you know, of, of Black Panther's father. Right. So that's OK, because
1: that was part of the you know, that's part of T'Challa's growth as a character. Right, and it, that was that was in a previous movie, yeah. so it wasn't like it, it wasn't like they were just using it for an yeah. origin story. It was necessary to the story to to incorporate that into the movie
0: oh yeah I, I and I have a prediction here. I know a lot of people said that the the soul stone is probably what's powering um is what the um, you know is powering the uh, the vibranium right and, and all of Wakanda. And they did. They didn't have. That's not even mentioned in this entire film. And and Coogler said, Ryan Coogler, the director, he said that he didn't want to do that with this movie because it it would it, it would take away from from uh, Wakanda being its own thing, right? And so they wanted to focus on that. Now, having said that, I think that he's also bullshitting the audience in, in, at the same time. Like he is self containing it for this episode for this movie. But now that when you get beyond the movie, because of the trailers I've, that you've seen, that we've all seen for Infinity War, which comes out in three months from this one, is that there's there's a battle in Wakanda. Okay, you see it happening. So there's that, and then there's also the fact that the the last stone that hasn't shown up yet, Infinity Stone, is the Soul Stone. And what does T'Challa do? He has visions where he visits the, the souls of his father and other dead loved ones, right? And also. Killmonger, when he does his vision, he goes and he sees his dead father. Right. Right? So I, I, I mean it. I'm standing <laughs> by this statement is that it is the Soul Stone. They just didn't want it to to get in the way of telling, uh, uh, you know, this this self contained story with Black Panther and that it, it will be that that's what, why Thanos is going to show up um, and there's going to be a battle in Wakanda in Infinity Wars because the Soul Stone is the vibranium.
1: No, yeah, absolutely, and I agree with you. I don't. Well, I don't think the Soul Stone is the vibranium. You're the source of
0: it, you know what I mean. I
1: think that the Soul Stone, in and of itself, yeah, was is the heart of the mountain. Yeah, let's just call it that. Um, you know what I found really, really neat was um, there is a moment that the Oakland scenes are filmed in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. No what? No, um, when T'Challa goes and meets his friend, and I can't remember who his friend. Yeah, here it is. Uh, is it is it Guria? Um That's Michonne no, that's from Walking Koye.
0: Dead. Yeah, she's the head of the um, the, mil- the the um, the soldiers. She's the one that's dating. Here it is, right here. She's the one that's dating. Get out,
1: uh, <laughs> Daniel K- Kaluya.
0: Oh yeah, Kaluya, That he's oh, Get Out. Yeah, he's the main character from Get Out.
1: Yeah, and he's the head of security for the border tribe, serving as the first line of defense. Yeah,
0: he's the one that's banging Michonne.
1: When, when you go and see, yeah, we, we got that. We, uh, when, <laughs> when you, when you said it's he's the girl, it's the girlfriend of this guy. I like mentioning We Michonne. completely fucking got it. I, I, it's a Walking Dead thing. Even
0: yeah, the Walking Dead is not that good anymore. I, I still like to mention Walking Dead. So,
1: uh, oh, I, I believe that Everett K. Ross. I'm gonna have to look him up, but I think that he's the son of General Ross or the brother of yeah. Um, So uh, Daniel Kaluuya, he he plays T'Challa's friend, right? Yeah, Wakabi. And he and he and he lives on. He's the border tribe, and he's the guy that keeps all the fucking people out. And he's got the rhinos. Yeah. And when they go there, and you see like the huts and everything else like that. Yeah. And how authentic, and the plains, and how beautiful it is. Yeah. The guy that directed this film. Is incredible when it comes to because he's done Creed. I know, and, and- I, I
0: mentioned how well this guy. Look, I've never seen Fruitvale Station because I'm not, I'm not interested in political shit. And that that Ryan that Kool. story with Fruitvale Station became political about you know was the the guy that shot the kid on the subway train was it racially motivated? I don't even know the story anymore because I, I it's just you keep getting all these different opinions and I don't know. I'm just not interested in that shit anymore. So I don't. I haven't seen it. But basing it just off of Creed, um, I, I, I said when I wrote my review for it that this guy knows how to make a movie. I mean, Stallone fucking trusted him enough to let him t- direct this shit. And and he, he fucking knocked it out of the park with Creed, man. You know, if you can keep you interested in something or you didn't think that you could do anything with with Rocky anymore and he did so um, yeah with this movie it shows right here that you know and he got critical acclaim for Fruitvale Station you know regardless if it was political ass kissing or not right um, you know so he's proven himself and now he's proven himself again with 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 this film that he knows how to direct I mean he he went over and he, he learned you know he he, got, um, he uh, went and checked out all the uh, customs and stuff like that to make you know get everything looking more authentic as possible right yep you know just like a, he got even the lip plates you know the yeah. guy with the god that lip plate man it was freaking you know i mean look i my personal opinion is it's the dumbest shit that someone could do to themselves but besides the neck rings but you know it's not my culture so i you know what if, if, the, if the, that's your thing that's your thing regardless of it it looked fucking cool and it looked authentic for the movie yeah. you know
1: what i mean it, it had to be done yeah you know because you need all of these different types of people uh, to represent the different cultures of Wakanda and Africa in and of itself, yeah. And, and the other thing that I like is that there is an overtone of racism, or undertone, uh-huh. undertone. There's a racist undertone with Ulysses Claw, and um, um, even um, between uh, um, Killmonger. No, uh, well, yeah, Killmonger, Chadwick Boseman, who plays T'Challa, and his sister, you know, white boy, and all this other stuff, yeah. And it's not overdone. Yeah. You don't, you know, like when you go and watch it, it's not oppressive. Yeah. And that's the the, the, the best thing about this is that you need that. Yeah, yeah. You need this undertone of, of white versus black, of yeah. oppression versus, you know, uh, absolution, if you want to call it that. This, you know, the Eric Killmonger coming in and saying, "We, we are the tribe." Yeah, we're, but it's worldwide and not this xenophobic culture that you two created. billion
0: of the people of this world look like us. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's what
1: he said. And and I, it absolutely was well written how this worked out so that you could see what these two were going through. Yeah. You know, when you have Killmonger coming from the streets of Oakland, which, let's let's face it, it sucks. Yeah. It's not fun, especially when the things that happen to him happen to him. Yeah. Right? And then you have Chadwick Boseman, who plays T'Challa, coming from this culture who he doesn't care about the outside world. He just cares about his own people.
0: Yeah, because it's based off of what's been taught to him yeah.
1: as, as the new king. Yeah, and he... He just wants his people to continue their prosperity, yeah. And he doesn't want the outside world to affect that, yeah. And and again, racism, but in a way, it's no, it's it's racism because he doesn't want he, he doesn't want to be influenced by the outside world and and their weird fucking ways.
0: Is elite, is, it, is it called <laughs> elitism in a way.
1: Yeah, if you want to call it that. He wants his he wants his own he wants his fucking country to continue to prosper without the influences of yeah it, and it doesn't matter but it's the influences of corporate white or you know uh, unpopular opinions and and he wants his people to continue their I mean let's face it they they live in this this utopia yeah you know where everyone is getting along and and free health care yeah. <laughs> You F- know,
0: free futuristic healthcare.
1: Yeah, and 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 nobody is lacking for anything. Yeah, you know, and everyone has jobs. Yeah, and 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 no AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> and the rest of the world can go fuck themselves. Yeah, and there's not a problem with that. That's is that like Israel didn't? Uh, isn't Israel like that in a way? No, no. And when you have. When you have this in a Marvel movie, this is why I like Marvel Studios. And I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, Studios that no longer take risks. All we see is superhero movies, action movies, huge blockbusters, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all these properties that are coming around again. Yeah. And none of them are successful. they, They make the money because they're relying on... The parents to bring the kids to these movies because it's it's their past, it's history, it's their legacy type of thing, right? Yeah. And then they go in and they see it and it's like, oh, this is not exact this is not what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is so this is shit. <laughs> and and then you have these same directors going out and directing the transporter or fucking Fast and Furious or, or Masters of the Universe or whatever, right? Yeah. And then they just go in, and then they have this they have this vision. I have this vision of the way that this should be, and I'm going to do it like this, and it's going to be blah, 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 blah. And that's not what people want. No. You're not giving them what people want. And, yeah. then, and then Marvel comes along and says, fuck this shit. So we're going to start off our universe with the Hulk, because they did, you know. Technically, the Hulk is part of the Marvel Universe. So they started off with the Hulk. And then when that didn't go too well, they rebooted kind of.
0: Yeah.
1: And brought in Iron Man. And I'll tell you why Hulk is part of the universe. Because when you're watching Iron Man, yeah. Do you see have you seen the scene where he's watching what's going on and one of the one of the video feeds is the Hulk destroying that that school or whatever uh-huh. where Edward Norton turns into the Hulk in that glass cage and they're trying to they're trying to oh, yeah. to gas him out. Yeah. Right? Well, the first one and the second one are linked because the second one is, and they've said this, it's a sequel to the first one. So therefore, both Hulks...
0: Well, yeah, because they kind of like... Uh, what they do is they, uh, during the intro credits of the Incredible Hulk film, they they, they show like reenactments of scenes pretty much from the right. first... From, so, from
1: Hulk, from, Ang- from Angley Hulk. Angley Hulk. So the, those are connected, and then when you're watching Iron Man, that whole scene where they're fighting in the park... When when the Abomination, who, who, you know, what's his name? Yeah, 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 uh, Roth. Thank you. Yeah. When Tim Roth gets his ass kicked, yeah. right, because he took the super ser- the superhero serum? Yeah. Or super soldier and he's serum? he's
0: running. I like how he's running. You can tell he's on wires. Yeah, he's, just, he's just running just really fast. his feet are gliding across the grass, <laughs> yeah.
1: And then fucking the Hulk just destroys him, kicks right? Kicks
0: him. He gives him a fucking kick to the chest.
1: Yeah. So when you see that in Iron Man... It's our therefore Hulk is part of the MCU. Yeah, all right, argument done. So when that didn't work, they went okay. Well, that didn't work. Spider Man didn't work. We don't know what to do. Sony has Spider Man, so let's take a B list character. They took a B list character, Iron Man. They're trying to make it into an A list character, right? Mm-hmm. So they they bring in John Favreau, who wasn't the first choice. John Favreau comes in and destroys. With the, with the Iron Man movie. Okay? Oh,
0: yeah. Most, well, a lot of people consider Iron Man to be one of the greatest comic book movies ever made. Try to argue with it. I mean, you know what I mean? It's up there.
1: Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's up there. You know what I mean? So they go from Iron Man to what? Captain America?
0: They did Iron Man. Then they did Incredible Hulk because it came out the same year. Then two years later, they did
1: Iron Man 2. Then a year later, they did Thor and well, uh, Captain America. Right, but we already talked about the Incredible Hulk. Iron Man... Captain America then they did Captain Thor America,
0: yeah Captain Thor then Captain America, and then Captain America ended with an introduction to the Avengers and then the Avengers
1: right so. and then and then you have the rest of them, okay, so when when you have that going on, mm-hmm. when you have those movies and you have like like Captain America is an A list, okay yeah Thor a lister, but Iron Man's only like a B B plus okay. And you you can argue between yourselves about how it really is. But your A-listers, yeah, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Hulk, Thor. Wolverine, the X-Men. X-Men, Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> X-Force, I guess. I think they're more B-list than anything else. Um, and a couple of others. But Iron Man is b lists. You know, it's just below all those other guys because those are your – if you look at what the, you know – how comics are set up and, and the more popular ones like Batman and Spider-Man and Superman and yada, yada, yada. Mm. And those are the number one selling comics. And then you have the, the tiered ones. So Marvel goes in and says, we're going to fucking throw out Iron Man because he's a popular character, but he's not super popular. And we could, we could use him as our basis for our new MCU. And we want to build this Avengers thing up, and he's part of the Avengers and so is the Hulk we already got the Hulk out there, blah blah blah. Yeah. So let's let's build on that, and then we can introduce Captain America, Thor, Scarlet Witch, purple f- purple arrow firing guy, <laughs> and Black Widow, Hawkeye, yeah, and and a couple of others, and then we can just move move through this and go from there. And so they take a risk on Iron Man, and it pays off. Now Iron Man three, not so much. But it was okay because it was already you know yeah, but a shitty movie still a hundred times better than a lot of other movies out there, right?
0: Yeah, and, it, and it's still it has elements of greatness.
1: It's like your it's like your favorite band. Yeah, even their worst song is miles better than Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, Kendrick <laughs> Lamar, miles better than you know average average white band or a- average rock band yeah. or average whatever band, right? Yeah, and so Marvel says, okay, let's just see what we can get away with. Yeah, hire James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy, wham. They took a fucking Z-list comic mm-hmm. and turned it into a mega blockbuster, right? Yeah. So they're like, um, and I am sure it was just going around, like, what else can we do? What else? What else can we bring into this whole thing? Like, do we? Do you want to bring in fucking Moon Knight? You know? <laughs> yeah. Or some of these other B-list, C-list, D-list characters, and somebody said, "Well, we are we 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 put Black Panther in." Fucking Iron Man, as as like an Easter egg.
0: Yeah, an Iron Man two on a screen. It
1: was uh, Wakanda was on the screen. There yeah, from, yeah, yeah. There was a beep, and there was all these superheroes that they were tracking. And we, it was like Stephen Strange, and yeah. yeah. So we, we we brought in we 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 talked about Doctor Strange, we and we who knows what else we're gonna do. All right, well let's do Doctor Strange and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Boom, Doctor Strange. Another fucking pile of money just thrown at their faces, right? Yeah. Just open the money shoots, and then they're like, "Fuck it, let's take another risk. Let's do one thing that they haven't done in a long, long time. Let's make a movie with all with a predominantly black cast mm-hmm. that isn't that that isn't about the hood, you know, yeah, like Friday or." boys in the hood or anything else like that or
0: blatant racism.
1: Yeah. You know, predominantly non-racist fucking whatever blah 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 yeah. or or you know, nothing about gang wars or anything else like that. Yeah. Okay. Let's take and let's take a black superhero cuz we've already tested it out with Luke Cage and that was popular. Yeah. And let's build a fucking universe and let's we've already got the universe built and let's stuff the Black Panther in there. And let's face it, the Black Panther is the poor man's fucking Bruce Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. He's a, he's an absolute he's an absolute rip-off of fucking Bruce Wayne and James Bond. And that's fine. That that works. It's I mean, he's not an original character. He certainly isn't uh, an original premise for a character, but he's cool. Yeah. Nothing has been done with a character who and he was needed <laughs> who Fucking fights poachers and, and, you know, potential militant arms guys and, and all these, you know, usurpers of the African way of life and yada, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And they take this guy, this, this B, C, this, this fucking F list, you know, Z list character. Cause let's face it, if you look up, if you go and look up the history of Black Panther comics, mm-hmm. top 100? No. Top five hundred, maybe, never in the top ten. Very rare if 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 it was, but it didn't mean that it was a bad comic. It was just not the comic that everybody wanted to be on. Yeah, who the fuck wants to be on Black Panther when you can do Spider Man after Todd McFarlane or Eric Larson? Yeah, or or Captain America or Thor after Will's Portacio or Jim Lee or X Men yeah. or or anything else like that. You know, X Force after Rob Liefeld or you know and, or all these top creators where they they get to work on all these all, all these A-list books mm. but it, it, for you to build your portfolio you got to work on these Z-list books like Cloak and Dagger which is coming out yeah. or Luke Cage or Jessica Jones you know and in some cases Daredevil Daredevil's a B-list character too you know he was A-list for a little bit while Frank Miller worked on and him and
0: then Ben Affleck ruined it. <coughs>
1: But let's face it: that Daredevil is not Spider Man. <clears throat> yeah, is what I'm getting at, and and then you have and what I'm saying is is that the Black Panther and Cloak and Dagger and all these other minor characters that they have are what you, when you start drawing comics and whatever else, these are the comics that they're going to put you on because a they're not big sellers, b they want to see what you can prove that mm-hmm. what you can prove to them to make this comic better mm-hmm. or make this comic worse and and they want you to be able to start on a series that isn't their top list series. Yeah. You know, like the Defenders or, or whatever. They want to see you prove yourself and if you do well enough and you actually increase the sales, they'll put you on an A-list title like 100%. The,
0: like the Inhumans?
1: Yeah. <laughs> or the Defenders or Cloak and Dagger or Moon Knight or... Yeah, the, the list goes on. Yeah, I, I, there's a there's a hundred other characters. Constantine <laughs> for <laughs> well, DC. That's, yeah, that's Vertigo. Yeah. But yeah, so they fucking put out Black Panther, and goddamn, this is one of the best movies of the year by far. It is, um, and it's only February.
0: Now, you saying that before we get more into the movie? Here's my problem. As with. Wonder Woman from earlier last year or from, you know, summer of last year. Good movie, but overrated in regards that because it's something new or hasn't been seen much of or it's actually done the right way where it actually shows a powerful female lead, you know, um, with a decent story, you know, until the third act problems. and (coughs) But still, she could stand on her own two fucking feet without relying on a man to, to show her the way pretty much, right? That's that was what women needed for a superhero character, right. Good for them. Good for the comic book world. Good for, you know, all that. But now you have Black Panther, which is in a way it's the same thing because even though Blade was a big deal, no one made a big deal about Blade for that long. It wasn't people moved on from that very very quickly. And you know, people weren't cheering about it. People are cheering about Black Panther different time though yeah yeah and and look you know it's long overdue and it's good that you can have a movie that can focus on all this i also like the fact that even though there is the underlying racism that you brought up it doesn't take place and at the forefront of the film it gets in the way like okay look even though racism is a very important part of black culture especially over here in america and also in south africa as well because of apartheid um it, I hate when it always gets in the way of a story because sometimes you can't learn more about someone or a, a group of people because the racist thing, the racism thing, gets in the way. Like, uh, for example, last year's um, Magnificent Seven that we saw. Remember uh-huh. how um, was it? It was, it was a Fuqua or was it Gray? I can't remember. I think it was Fuqua. Fuqua. Anyway, um, he said he he already knew you know that you know well, racism was a big thing at that time, but. He didn't want that to be at the forefront because it got in the way of these characters, you know, doing their thing. So he figured, you know, everyone already knows it's there, but let's tell it, you know, the story so that it doesn't it's not in the constant way of it. And that's like this movie. It doesn't they don't let racism take over the story. Instead, you're able to get more into these characters and what they're going through in other regards still. So you're not hearing the same thing over and over again. Right. Right, and that, that that's one of the things that stands out about this movie now having said that my problem with the movie itself is that it's blown up too big it's a good movie, it is good and it's, overall it's much better done from start to finish than even Wonder Woman was done uh, but it's not, to me this movie is not, oh the greatest fucking Marvel movie ever made, because that's what a lot of people are saying and I think that, that could just be lip service but um, it is good I just I hate it when people exaggerate things just because oh this is the first like almost completely black cast to have a a comic book movie okay well that doesn't mean that it's not that it's the perfect movie ever made it's not this is not a perfect movie it's good just don't be blow it up to be bigger than what it is having said that though this is a very good movie. And uh, you know what? Like I said, it's long past due that you finally had something that stands out this differently
1: from other comic book movies. Right. And going back to to the Blade thing, mm-hmm. um, the reason why, and again, we're, we're it's apples to oranges type yeah. of thing. Blade came out in the nineties, right?
0: Ninety eight, somewhere of ninety eight, I believe.
1: I saw it well, the same day as something about Mary. Right, and you have. <laughs> So you have Blade coming out when well, you don't have a social media infrastructure at that point. Yeah. You don't have Facebook or Twitter or any of these other places. You don't have a real Wikipedia that's that's all all that stuff is just at the at its infancy. Yeah. And you have You just have M T V news. Yeah, you have <laughs> that's what you have is you have T V.
0: Where is Kurt Loder when you need him? Yeah,
1: exactly. You don't have this onslaught of media and you don't have what they like to call social justice warriors, you know, talking mm. ad nauseum about how great these films are because it finally shows the, you know, the black man and and, and let's face it, that's the that's the reality of the situation right now is is, um, you know, it's the rise of the black man or whatever. And and I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be racist I'm saying or that, belittle. yeah, or belittle, you know, black people or Africans or anything else like that. I'm saying that because the news media is. Mm-hmm. I think this is great. I think I think that we the more superheroes that we have of all cultures, the better. Yeah, you know, um, what I take exception to is when people get too serious about this shit. And, like, when we went to go see the fucking movie, there was this kid that was recording the movie. Yeah. And he had his phone up, and I'm like, dude, ch- turn off your fucking phone. And the first words out of his mouth were, I'll fight you. I'm trying I'm trying to take a picture. I said, I don't care. Turn off your phone. I'll fight you. I'll meet you outside, and I'll fight you. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Get the fuck out of here with that. Oh, God. Was- I mean, th- the the first words, I mean... <coughs> And I and I started thinking about it, and I'm and I'm watching the movie. But all I could think of was the Eddie Murphy thing. This is I I have to bring this up the Eddie Murphy thing where. uh, Hold on a second. Sure, it isn't
0: the Chris Rock thing.
1: No, Eddie Murphy, Italians, Rocky. Oh. (laughs) And and this is all I could think of, which is the exact opposite, right?
2: I was in the club, man. I stopped, I ain't dancing a lot because I just had a fight recently and I said I ain't dancing. I went to clubs, you get in the lot, people get drunk, go to clubs and stuff, I had a fight with an Italian dude. Right after around time, Rocky came out. Italian, white people period, y'all go crazy after y'all see a Rocky movie because y'all believe that shit. (laughs) Because the movies are so emotional and so real, you sit there and go like, hey, this is real. Young hey, and Sloan have all white people pumped, especially Italians. After Italians see Rocky, they come out the movie theater, they be like, Italians are funny people because they act like niggas. It's real funny. <laughs> they do. They hold their dick more than us to be standing around they like, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's right here, alright? What? Hey, fuck you, alright? Everything is a question, too. Hey, what am I, an asshole? I'm fucking get the fuck out of here. It's right here, all right?
0: <laughs> that is a slick outfit, yeah, man. if they see
2: Rocky, they come out the theater, charge. they would be like, all right, rock out! All right, slide! All right, <laughs> right? All right rock go People stand on line and shit. Hey, Paisan, you going into Shirocki right now? Yeah. Great fucking move. Great. You don't like this one. He comes out, Sly comes out, he breaks his big fucking nigga's face. He busts his fucking wide open, fucking moon and y'all laying on the floor, Fuck up. It's
0: fucking
2: great. I fucking love it, man. All right, Rocko? Hey, you know something? At the end of this picture, now I'm just between you and I, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but Sly wins this one again. <laughs> you know something? You know what I like about Sloan's movies? The realism, you know? Because, you know, that's the way you gotta fucking treat those fucking movies. They think that they can fucking push you around, there's your big hot shot, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of my face with that shit. That's what I like about Sly in and the moolies are beating him, and he fucking, he don't fucking go down, he's not fucking going down, he comes in, he cracks the fucking moolies hole like this, he falls on the ground. That's what I, you know something, you can really do that. You can really fucking do that. You see that fucking big moolie y'all stand over there? You see that black guy over there at the line getting some candy? Yeah, you're right, now he's about 6'5". I'm 5'2". <laughs> I ain't no big guy, all right? But I'm Italian, watch this. You watch this, all right? <laughs> hey, excuse me, brother. Hey, let me have a box of juicy fruits and uh, let me have some bonbons. I think I have some bonbons there. And uh, let me have some uh, junior mints and uh, let me another box of uh, juicy fruits. And the uh, niggas are gonna pay for it. Excuse me. <laughs> heard what I said, Mooly? Pay for my fucking candy. <laughs> or I'll kick your ass. Oh, you just saw Rocky? <laughs> Look, a little Italian white man. I enjoy Sylvester Stallone's movies too, but I'm getting waiting here to get some candy. I'm gonna go see a movie with my friend. Why don't you just go hop in your Iraq Z twenty-eight and take your ass home? <laughs> I'll kick your fucking ass. Didn't he hear that Rocky music? An hour later. Woo, 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 woo. He's not going to make it. <laughs> the big nigga named Abdullah's hand wrapped around his throat. <laughs> and a box of Ju-J fruits rammed up his ass. He's not going to make it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <not sure>. yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen Eddie Murphy Raw...
0: I used to watch that movie religiously, man.
1: And and fucking him doing the end of the movie where he does 10 minutes about his dad. Yeah. Is amazing. Anyways, <laughs> the the reason why I brought that up, the reason why I brought up the, the Eddie Murphy raw thing is we all do that. Yeah, you know, after we see the movie, whatever, and it gets us all amped up and yeah. whatever, and this kid did the same fucking thing, and that's all I could think of is this <laughs> kid is just doing everything what fucking Eddie Murphy just talked about in yeah. Raw, and <laughs> I never face. <fleece. laughs> yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was hoping, I dude, the part fucker, of was fucking hoping that he would do something. I was going to just wrap my neck, up, my when, fucking hand around his neck at the end of the
0: movie when he stood up. I thought he was going to be tall and instead he was like Jermaine Dupree tall which is short as fuck. And he was with three white dudes and they were all tall as fuck and they're all I think all, all their names were probably Brant or something. <laughs> Braden. And none of them made eye contact with us or anything. <laughs> Tucker,
1: Tyler and Todd. Fuck dude, it just Yeah, they didn't even turn around. They just fucking, fucking walked. gives
0: them. us the, he gives us both middle fingers. And calls us pussies, yeah. And and I just waved goodbye and smiled. I I just oh god, what a fucking
1: yeah. That I look, it's a fucking movie. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> he,
0: look, you said it right. You nailed it on the fucking head when it happened. Is he's so, a self entitled asshole? He thinks it's okay because he's he's he either because he's young and he's black or you know or both, one or the other or both. It,
1: I think it's mostly, in the black has, I don't think the black has anything to do with it other than... Like,
0: oh, we're at Black Panther, so it's okay for me to record the movie and shit.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm self-entitled, so I can do what I want because I'm watching Black Panther, like, like, and he represents me.
0: Like, this is my moment. Yeah. This is our moment. You wouldn't understand that. You shouldn't even be here right now. Right. <laughs> and my white friend shouldn't be here either.
1: <laughs> yeah. And my white girlfriend.
0: <laughs> yeah. And my white girlfriend. So... Um. Yeah. I mean, either way. Either way. It, it, regardless, it, it, he's still a self entitled asshole.
1: And what I yeah. should have done was I should have done that. You know, the 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 quick jerk get up thing, just to see his reaction. I. I just. I just remember
0: mocking him after he said, "I'll fight you." I go, "Yeah, yeah, I'll fight you. <laughs> I'll fight you out in the parking lot. We'll get you. We'll we'll come out and get you. You're not gonna fall for the banana and the tailpipe. No, I'm not gonna fall for the banana and the tailpipe. <laughs> He's, Yo, man, you gotta let flow more naturally, man. Like, look, man, I ain't gonna fall for no banana in my tailpipe. You've been hanging around this dude he's too been long. Hanging around this dude too long. <laughs> so yeah, is fuck that guy, man. That guy's a fucking turd. And yeah, that's all he could give us: two Kendrick Lamar middle fingers, and then walk out of the theater like he's the
1: shit. Woo!
0: I'm always surrounded by his fucking his, his tall white his entourage. entourage
1: of of whiteness.
0: Yes, his white approved entourage. Yeah. <laughs> so, but and and even then, and they immediately got up and left. They didn't even look, dude. They didn't even, look. You're not a true Marvel movie fan if you don't stay to watch the end credits. I don't give a fuck who you are. They left right when the end credits started.
1: Yeah, because they they didn't want to deal with it.
0: Yeah, let's get out of here. I you know. And I was still.
1: I was ready for them to be waiting out there and nothing. Well, that's because they were sitting on the end, and we're not small men. Yeah. No, and and I think they realized that
0: I was ready, dude. Seriously, I was ready for a fucking uh, a four on two. You know, I
1: wasn't even worried about it. I I just I I sussed the situation. I was like, they're not his friends aren't going to do anything because they're not they're not looking. Yeah, they when I told them to turn off their fucking phones, they immediately turned off their fucking phones. And Mm -hmm. and you know, it's just a it's a it's a courtesy thing. Don't be an asshole.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll fight you.
1: <laughs> no, Urkel. I'm gonna stick your phone up your ass and, and keep up. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Urkel. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah.
0: I hope I ruined his night. Oh God, no! He, he probably went on social media and said, "You can't believe what these two dumb white motherfuckers did on fucking at the movies at Black Panther or some shit." I, I you know, who gives a fuck? Fuck that guy.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway. Um, like, seriously, I hope I ruined his I hope he literally did that. I hope he went on the social media. Uh-huh. I hope he went to the Auburn Regal Cinema website yeah. on Facebook and just complained. Fuck em. These guys were just, they, I want my money back. Tell me I can't take a picture. I can't film this film. When well, this is my moment.
0: <laughs> this is this is 400 y- four years in the making. <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
1: go see Django Unchained. Yeah, motherfucker. I'm, fucking tell me. The difference. Oh
0: wait, you weren't old enough to to see Django Unchained without your
1: mommy with you. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that was five years ago. And so. and and then uh, oh, every time the Kendrick Lamar songs would come on, he'd be he'd be doing the the dancing in the seat and whatever yeah. else. I'm like, oh, that's the kind of guy he is. He likes Kendrick
0: Lamar. Look, I like moving to a beat, man. But it, sorry, it just uh, not Kendrick Lamar. There were a couple beats that were cool, but uh, it's still they, once that guy starts fucking rhyming, uh, it, it, it yeah, no, it's, no. Yeah, so anyway, um, <laughs> have we even talked much about the movie itself? Yeah. The characters. Yeah. I, I, I oh, shit. anyway, I um, you know, what? and then look, if you think about it, there's only two white dudes in the entire film. There's Martin Freeman. Who plays Ross? You know, and I—I I don't know about you. Look, even though I know he's a—he's like a com- a comedic relief character in the comic book, which I, I understand. It—it it seemed like why did they have him be the one that's flying the the shit and like did he need to be involved with it? Was it, I, I couldn't tell if it was if it was important as for the character because he's in the comic to have him doing all that important stuff, or was it in there on purpose just so there could be a white guy in there doing something. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. But, you know, then the only other white guy was uh, Claw, played by uh, Andy Serkis, who's fucking amazing, as always. Love that guy. I love Andy Serkis. Um, you know what? Look, there's other things I've seen Andy Serkis in, of course, other than motion capture shit. Um, two examples. 13 Going on 30 with Jennifer Garner. He played her gay boss, and he was good in that. And in King Kong, Peter Jackson's King Kong, he played the chef. And he's the one that got you know, remember got, got eaten by the by the fucking mudworms worms near you know in the, during the spider pit sequence. Uh-huh. And he was really good in that as well, you know. And um, no did this? It's the abominable snowman. <laughs> it, uh, so yeah, he's you already can tell he's a good actor besides the motion capture shit. So in this when he was playing Claw, it's like fuck, dude, I just want to keep seeing him laugh at everybody because he always thinks he has the upper hand, right? Right, and he's annoying. But I, I was surprised. I was fucking surprised that they killed Claw in this movie because um he's still alive in the comic book. He's gone through a bunch of different incarnations, like he's lost his body, you know, and went into other things and stuff like that. It's way more ethereal in the comics than, than it is in the movies. But, you know, him getting fucking killed point point blank, you know, and then uh and then pretty much I think Killmonger as well, you know, him dying is um is odd because I think uh, I don't think he's either dead in the comics either. So, um I you know what? I don't know. See, I haven't read the, the the Panther comics, so I don't know, you know, what else you can add, you know, what other characters are going to be in, you know, sequels. And this movie's going to get a sequel because it's already made like uh 500 million worldwide. Yeah. You know, so it's, <laughs> that that's a hit. Um yeah, I you know what? I don't know if you noticed this. I definitely noticed this. There was a, um, every time he was visiting his father in the vision world, I was straight up getting the Lion King vibes. You know, it was, it was Mufasa and Simba every single time to me, which it was, it was cool. I liked it because besides the look of it, where it was doing the nighttime sky with the, with the Aurora, but it was a different shade of Aurora. Instead of it being green, it was purplish and blue. And then it had all the, you know, the black panthers in the trees and stuff like that. And, um, that was that was really cool, and uh, you know, uh, uh, what else? You know, what? I also like it when the villain has has substance to him. You know, I, I don't think that Jordan Michael B. Jordan, like in general, got to do a whole lot other than saying, "I'm here to take back what, what what it was rightfully mine," but he had a good backstory, and his motivations were better than for other you know villains in other movies. You know what I mean? He actually had a, a, a reasonable to a point. He had a reasonable motivation for why he's doing what he's doing, you know, even though he's murdered scores and scores of other people to get there. You know what I mean? It made sense why he was doing what he was doing. You know what I mean? And that makes it for a better and more interesting villain. <coughs> because also, also because what, what it does is it teaches, um, teaches, you know, T'Challa's character that, you know, maybe he's not 100% right about everything. You know what I mean? And that also his father wasn't perfect, and that he had to learn something from it. And so that, that's what I like is that you get to the end of the movie and you're like, he's like, no, we, you know what, Killmonger had a point. You know, we need to quit being so selfish and we need to help the world out. You know, so um, just yeah. Anyway, I most of the visuals are really cool. I like you know, the, of course, the costumes. We already mentioned the fucking costumes. The the how authentic everything looks and and. Um, and this the colors, holy shit, there's just all the colors everywhere all around. And um just that scene where he's fighting Killmonger at the end of the movie in the subway tunnel, you know, in the caves, where he's just black and purple. It's fucking looked awesome. Looked absolutely awesome. And yeah, I dude, just good good movie. Just really good, you know? I mean, you see a battle in a field that you've already seen it a bunch of times with fucking Lord of the Rings and, you know, Chronicles and Narnia, but it it still, it was a little bit different. It was okay. I, I, you know what I mean? It's a third act problem for me, but it had other things going on with it at the same time. So it wasn't that big of a problem. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, So that, 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 I I can't think of anything else. I mean, I like, oh, well, the supporting cast, all the whole cast was fucking great. You know, no one overstepped their boundaries. Everyone delivered what they needed to deliver. And, you know, uh, I like the fact that, um, you know, like Danai Gurira, um, she got to be in something, that, you know, because I know she's done a lot of other shit, but her just doing Michonne, was like, you know, you finally get to see her in something else, and she's she's a good actress, man. She's a, And then she plays a really good character, which she's also going to be, her character's name's Okoye. She's also going to be in um, Infinity War
1: as well. So,
0: um, yeah, I like the movie. Yeah,
1: so did I, and I think that... Uh Josh Whedon Josh exits as Batgirl movie director.
0: Yeah, I made a comment on a on a feed about that because so all these people were because it, someone wrote a fucking article about oh because because um, Zach Snyder hit like on someone's thing reporting that Josh Whedon is leaving Batgirl, not doing it like it was Josh Whedon's way of saying good riddance kind of thing because someone also connected with DC. What posted? To, uh, you have to read about it. anyway. No, what you just said doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. Someone posted an article... Slowly, carefully explain. Someone posted an article about Joss Whedon having... Um, Joss Whedon leaving Batgirl and that Zack Snyder hit like on it, hit like on the tweet about it on someone's feed, which pretty much made the statement of he's he's glad that Joss Whedon's leaving it. You're awful at telling stories. Oh, whatever. And, and also another person involved with DC... Posted a video of of a song called "Good Riddance," and everyone's you know everyone that's talking about it is saying that's also talking about Joss Whedon because a lot of people are saying that Joss Whedon fucked up Justice League after Zack Snyder left, but it was already fucked up to begin with. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I went on and I, I made a comment because everyone that was making comments on this news report because it was it was some other fucking you know clickbait you know site doing it, reporting the whole thing. Um, everyone was just making comments about. You know DC making shitty movies and Marvel being better and just back and forth blah blah blah, and I said, doesn't anyone here have a fucking problem with the fact that that websites are over scrutinizing someone hitting like on a fucking page just so that they can get more more views on an article? No one has a problem with that, and then I just left. That's it. I made my comment. And I fucking left. I don't. I don't know if they got responses. I don't give a shit.
1: Well, why but did you leave the comment?
0: Because every. 'Cause I wanted to. Like, fuck you, I wanted to. There you go. What a waste. Who cares?
1: Oh. You you left a comment. No. And then you didn't follow up with that comment to see if anybody Well, else... I tried
0: to find the article again and I couldn't find it. So it's not on my feed anymore. It wasn't on Facebook. It was on um like Google Google News or whatever. And the well, there's a similar one oh, on there, but it's st- it's not the one I left a comment on. So I don't I don't it, I haven't gotten any feedback. It hasn't notified me if I've had anyone reply. So I don't know. It's like pissing in the wind. No, it's my way of just saying you guys keep talking about this and that, but don't you guys seem to have a fucking problem with it? You're not re- noticing this. So I just put it out there. Either it gets seen or it doesn't get seen.
1: Just, don't take the jam out of my fucking jelly roll. I already did. It's just dumb. In my opinion, it's, it's, it's dumb for anyone to respond to an article, mm-hmm. and, of all things, an article about whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. In the hopes that... Let me back this up. People that don't normally respond to articles gets on and responds to articles but doesn't follow through with any of the other stuff. You know, checking... I don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) I have a point. I know I do. My point being is, of all the shit, of all the shit that's going on out there... I, I just... I don't understand the... I read through the whole comment
0: feed just to see if someone mentioned it. Not one single fucking person brought up the fact that it's fucking pathetic for for websites to, to cruise through everything. Everyone says it, tweets, and, and this. And, and now what people are liking, hitting like on, just to say, well, it means this and it means that. It's like, this is fucking pathetic. Yeah, who cares? Okay.
1: It just doesn't... It's just... I know I understand you It's see, a fucking it's an it's a waste of energy. That's that's what it comes down to. It didn't take me long to put it out there. I just put it
0: on there. Just boom, real quick thing. And done. Looks so a lot of people are afraid look write a, a fucking book. review. <laughs> me writing two sentences has nothing
1: to do with my problem with writing. You had to right fucking now. think about what you were going to say and then I know. I know. It wasn't boom, I just wrote that. It was. I had to think about what I was going to say to make sure that what I was going to say is concise and to the point.
0: Well, I knew. I knew what I was going to say. I just had to make sure that I said it the right way.
1: That's what I just said.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I you know I just
1: but that's my point. That that's my whole point is there's better did, things to spend your time. It, on. I, and it was
0: like I said, it was just a quick thing. I don't. I don't usually comment on anything uh, on any news articles. But I felt I needed to comment on that one because it, it fucking it just it bugged me.
1: I just want uh, uh, we need to rate this. What What are you gonna give the movie Black Panther? Yeah, no, um, fucking Batgirl.
0: I haven't seen Black Girl. <laughs> <Batgirl>. <laughs> you heard what I said, right? No, I said I haven't seen Black Girl. <laughs> yes, I heard what you said. I'm being sarcastic. God damn it! Oh, where's my mind? All right, so uh, yeah, Black Panther. I will. Um,
1: I'll give it an eight. Give it a nine. I'll give it an eight because it's better than Wonder Woman. This is a superior movie, and I'm, it's 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 Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Good, damn, yeah, it's a nine.
0: Okay, I am um, glad. Look, you know what you 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 appreciate it more than I did. I just I don't know. There is sometimes where I just feel like I am seeing the same thing over and over again. I think it's because of certain elements that near the end of the film that kept it from giving me. But it's fucking good. So there we go.
1: <laughs> How many Marvel movies have there been since Iron Man? Two, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, more than that. There's one, they're... two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
0: Yeah, Ant Man isn't in there.
1: Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Is where the fuck it?
0: Is... Yeah, you're you know... <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <ain't? laughs> <coughs>
1: All right, so let's just say there's like 16, right?
0: Yeah, because you, you you have two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. You got, you know.
1: Why didn't they put Ant Man in there? Uh, phase one Iron Man, Incredible Hulk. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Okay, so there's been eighteen, and coming this year, nineteen and twenty. All right? Mm-hmm. So we'll just say there's been twenty movies since Iron Man. Yeah. And we're you know we'll include the original uh, Hulk, okay? Angley Hulk, Angley Hulk. How many DC movies have been out since Iron Man? Five.
0: Oh wait 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 okay wait, wait, wait I'm sorry.
1: Extended universe or just total? How many DC movies since Iron Man has been out?
0: Oh, there's fucking goddamn. There's probably like fifteen or more. Mm-hmm. Where do you you,
1: get this 15 or more? Because
0: you got Christopher Nolan's Batmans. You've had. um, Since Iron Man. Okay. Well, Dark Knight came out technically right after Iron Man did. So The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Green Lantern, Justice League, Man of Steel, BVS, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman.
1: Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, and Justice League. Okay, now, Since 2013.
0: Yeah, yeah that's the that's the that's the new DC. You know, you know their their universe, right? Their cinematic universe,
1: right? Um, Which does include it should include um, the other Superman movie.
0: Because there's been other DC things that have been done after Iron Man. There's you know, I mean, there's like one shot type movies. I I can't think of what they are off the top of my head, but I think you know like like I think Green they, Lantern. I think The Losers is a...
1: Is a No, wonder- that doesn't count. I'm not talking about that.
0: Look, if you're talking about, like, like the the, the whole... I'm
1: talking DC Universe. Okay. The Losers is not part of the DC Universe. Well,
0: Green Lantern is not part of it either. So D-
1: Green Lantern is part of the DC Universe. They've said that it's not.
0: Like, they say that the new Green Lantern Corps movie that's coming out in 2020, that one's going to be... Com- they have, it's going to have no connections to the Ryan Reynolds movie at all. Okay. I'm just saying what they, I read. Uh, you know I mean? They're, they're not acknowledging the Ryan Reynolds film as part of the. <coughs> uh, they're, they're considering Man of Steel to be the first film in this whole. I don't
1: thing. really care. How many DC movies have there been since Iron Man? Eight.
0: Oh, fuck. I forgot about Lego Batman.
1: We're not talking about those. We're <laughs> talking about DC movies. I believe it's been eight. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Because well, we're including Watchmen. Mm-hmm. So Justice League, Batman, Superman, Man of Steel, The Dark Knight, The Green Lantern, Aquaman. That's not out yet. But that's coming out this year, so we're going to include it because we're including it. Um,
0: yeah, Aquaman comes out sometime in December.
1: Yeah, well, we're we're including it because we're including the 18s in Marvel. That's eight, right? i got to count all over. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Superman Jonah retur-
0: Hex. Superman's retin- Returns is not 10. That's 2006. When did Iron Man come out? Iron Man came out in 2008. Jonah
1: Hex, 10.
0: So you are doing... Yep, The Losers, I told you.
1: That's not a DC movie. I'm talking about heroes. This is not a DC hero movie. V for Vendetta is not a DC hero movie. Red is not a DC hero movie. But Jonah Hex is? It, because he's part of the DC extended... He's part of the DC hero universe. Okay. Uh, Green Lantern. So say 10. Oh, well, technically Steel, but 97. that's 97. Yeah. Since 2008, 10. How many do we say for Marvel? 19? Yeah. Okay, 2 to 1. <laughs> Marvel puts out 2 to 3 movies a year.
0: Yeah.
1: While DC puts out 1. And DC wastes all this time and you have all these apologies for Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder is a terrible fucking director. He's terrible.
0: Yeah. It, well, I mean, based off of DC, I mean, yeah. I think that he sometimes he just doesn't, he goes over his
1: uh, boundaries. Any director that says, we need to do it this way and change everything, sucks. Yeah. There's a way to do it and make it good. And he he's managed to fuck up. Batman versus Superman. He's managed to fuck up Justice League and whatever else he's put his fucking hands on in this universe. And frankly, I it I don't have any like I'm I'm not a Joss Whedon guy, you know. I don't I found that his Age of Ultron movie and the Avengers movie were, you know, I I like them. Don't get me wrong, but. When you've had the same shit over and over again, yeah, it's like our podcast. It's like our movie review. And we, Joe and I were talking about this, So, and it kind of fits together. If you continually do the same stuff over and over again, yeah. and, and you're not getting anywhere with it, you've got to kind of try something new. Now, his Firefly stuff, amazing. And it's too bad that he won't revisit it. And he can. He absolutely should be revisiting it. But he, he's more interested in doing whatever he's doing. And I don't, I don't find Joss Whedon the type of guy that is good with superheroes. Buffy, yes. Firefly, yes. But for the most part, superheroes, no. Because And I feel the same way with Zack Snyder. These are not good fits. Josh Whedon could do so much better doing his own thing or some sort of quirky superhero type of deal, you know, like um like Deathblow from Image Comics or something like that. You know, something more gritty or or more realistic or more sci-fi type of thing. Yeah. Zack Snyder Look the ultimate, you know, the the Watchmen movie was great. Yeah. But after that, you know, then he did 300 and everybody's like, "Wow, this is really fucking cool." And and then after that It's been garbage. It's been uninteresting fucking nonsense. Oh, Batman versus Superman. Oh, your mom's name is Martha, too? Then we must be friends. Did we just become friends? Because we're friends now. Because your mom's name is Martha. Because my mom's name is Martha. Let's go, buddy. High five. And then we have Justice League.
0: Yeah, the greatest detective in, in comic book history is going to be thwarted by Lex Luthor sending letters fake letters from Superman saying I don't like you. Yeah, you're a dick. And so yeah, that makes Batman uh, fucking hate him. Dear Batman, the greatest detective ever. You, I know.
1: You smell like moldy cheese. <laughs> you you jerk. <laughs> I don't know who this is from. <laughs> Sir, it's from the desk of Lex Luthor, but it's signed Superman. <laughs> Like, come on! What, get. Why do you do like an analysis and see
0: that fucking Luther wrote yeah. that shit? I don't know.
1: I am gonna do a hand handwriting analysis, sir. It says right there, Lex Luther, but it signs Superman. <laughs> he even has his crest, <laughs> the crest of Cal L, the house L. Where is Clark Kent when I need him? And then you have the Justice League, which again, the uh, Batman, Batman is basically a big fucking whiner. Yeah. The world's greatest detective, who is this super outgoing, stylistic motherfucker that, you know, just walks into a room and everybody's, you know, sucking his dick, right? Yeah. He's just like, just suave, sophisticated, humble fucking Bruce Wayne dude, right? Yeah. He's always with chicks because he's got this, he's he's presenting this big, you know, uh, I'm a swinging dick, but he really isn't type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> And then as Batman, he's just aloof and just laser-focused on on the task at hand. And in the fucking Justice League, he's just, he's a douche, you know? And and in Batman versus Superman, he, oh, you know, I I, I live across the harbor from Metropolis and I'm just finding out about Superman after 20 years of fighting crime? Get the fuck off my continent. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. I'm no. No, 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 no. This whole thing needs to be fucking demolished. This whole this whole House of DC needs to be d- destroyed and rebuilt and it needs to start with a proper Batman movie. And the proper Batman movie to start with would be your The Christopher Nolan trilogy. Batman hmm. Begins, The Dark Knight, and as much as I don't like it, Dark Knight Rises. Uh-huh. Okay? And from there, you build on the Dark Knight trilogy. What do you do after the Dark Knight? What do you do after the Dark Knight?
0: Well, you expand the universe because <laughs> well, it, it was all self-contained with the Christopher Nolan shit. So now you expand on it. What would you do? Um, what would I do? Well, Joker's not dead. Only Heath Ledger's dead. Uh, or Batman. I don't know. You know. I know you want to say what you want to do. I just want, I mean,
1: why are you thinking Batman? Well, you said Batman, what do you do next? No, I didn't. What I said is, what do you do? You start with Batman, but what do you do? What do you do next?
0: Uh, you would, you introduce uh, each one of the Justice League characters.
1: And who would you, adju- who, who would you well, introduce you? Well, you got
0: to do with the tops, right? You start with the tops. And the tops would be Wonder Woman and, and of course, Superman. And then the Flash, the Aquaman, uh, Washington Manhunter. And not Cyborg, because that was just the Teen Titans tie-in. Uh-huh. Teen tie-in. <laughs> and uh, I don't know who else is part of the Justice League, because I, I never had much interest in it. So that's your thing. You
1: love DC. Right. So you so, know all about that shit. So w- instead of... See, I you don't introduce Martian Manhunter. You introduce Martian Manhunter in Justice League. You introduce all the other characters separately. Mm-hmm. So you like the Wonder Woman movie... So you have Batman. You have the Batman trilogy. You already have the Wonder Woman movie, and then you have a Flash movie, mm. right? Or even though you can just do the Flash TV series, what you're doing right now, and then take that kid and bring him into the Justice League.
0: You know what's funny about this is because I, I think I have mentioned this before, but when we when they first announced they were going to do a Justice League movie, long, like fucking four years ago, you know, after the success of Man of Steel, um, you you said like they shouldn't copy Marvel. And that they should just right, just start right in the middle of it. Just, just, just do Justice League. You don't need to, you don't need to introduce it to each character with their own movie. Just, yeah, you just start it. Just you start absolutely it. don't. But look what happened. I mean, they almost did that. <laughs> they almost fucking just started it in the middle with Justice League, right? You only did two Superman movies technically and a Batman introduction movie. Yeah, the garbage, except
1: for Batman yeah. and Wonder Woman.
0: Oh, and a Suicide Squad, right. which doesn't really count, right? So. And then they do Justice League, and it's fucking just, it's the same incompetent
1: storytelling. Yeah. Here's, here's the original members of the Justice League, which is Green Lantern, Flash, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Martian Manhunter. So you the easiest way to do this, the easiest way to take care of this is, and you don't need to do an, in, an intro movie or anything else like that. You don't need to do another fucking Superman origin story you don't need to do a Flash origin story and you don't need to do a Green Lantern origin story, but you do need to have a story that brings them all together. And since you already have a Batman, a Superman, a Wonder Woman origin story, again, you don't need an Aquaman origin story either. You start with a Justice League movie and that Justice League movie is, is simple as shit. Yeah. So that Green Lantern shows up and Barry Allen shows up, and it starts with the founding. It, the founding. It starts with finding Martian Manhunter and bringing him to Earth. And then Mars attacking Earth. Just like in the goddamn cartoon series. Yeah. It's This isn't fucking... This isn't magic. It's not difficult. If you want to have a successful series, you do the right thing. And they're not doing the right thing. They're not taking from... F- f- they call it the expanded universe or a parallel universe, but they're not doing it properly.
0: Well, if if they were doing it properly, Justice League would have made just as much as the Avengers made, which is one and a half billion dollars worldwide, and it didn't even make half of that because
1: they're not doing it right. Right. Anyways, um, we need to we need we have a movie that we're gonna go see.
0: Yeah. So the next movie that we're gonna go see, of course, is going to be. Game night starring Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. Oh, yeah.
1: This ready, set, go. Game on.
2: We're down to two teams. So, for double points, what is the name of the purple Teletubby? You're both correct. He
0: always carried a
1: red purse. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks Max is very competitive, as am I. It's one of the reasons I fell in love with him. Oh, this is easy. It was an Incredible Hulk. Aaron Eric Banner. Other one. Mark Ruffalo. Other one. Lou Ferrigno. Primal Fear.
0: Richard Gere never played the Incredible Hulk.
1: Time. Jesus Christ. Ed Norton. Oh. oh sh- primal my Fear.
2: Guys, what do you say we do this at my house next week? This will be a game night to remember. Oh boy. Mm. Tonight, we're taking game night up a notch. We don't need a board and we do not need pieces. We won't need any extra rudeness either. Someone in this room is going to be taken. Oh, it's a murder mystery party. Fun! Whoever finds the victim wins the grand prize, the keys to the stingray the Keys? No, Ryan, the whole car. Oh,
1: yes!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to wish you the best of luck tonight. Bye. Baby, hand I me mean those matches. I'm about to burn this door down.
1: You're going to light a fire
0: in a windowless room that we're trapped in. Well, You're going to make my idea sound stupid.
2: You're not going to know what's real or what's fake. Is this gun real? Oh, oh no, Annie. Oh, oh no. no. God, I
1: shot you! What the? I've always enjoyed the camaraderie of good friends. Often we don't appreciate what we have until it's gone. Oh, because your wife left you. so crazy it just might work. You're gonna crash the car into the plane like Liam Neeson in Taken 3? He did that in Taken 3, huh? Uh, you missed it. <laughs> Thanks, baby. This is instructions on how to remove a bullet. He didn't have rubbing alcohol, so I got you this lovely shard. Good idea. Way to pivot. What is helpful in country living? Oh, that's for later. There's a corn chowder recipe looks really good you love corn Sweet. chowder Thank you. huh yeah. let's hear ya you you. that's a different different trailer yeah Tra-
0: dude trailers give away way too fucking much anyway um alright so a competitive married couple and their friends get invited to a game night where the stakes get raised to epic proportions this ain't no scrabble <coughs> and this for damn sure ain't no poor either Instead, it's a no-holds-barred incursion into an unfamiliar territory where things aren't always what they seem to be. Three couples, a creepy next-door neighbor, and a kidnapping plot that goes way too far. Or does it? When the bullets are real, cute little doggies get covered in blood, and henchmen are getting sucked into jet engines, you know that you're going to need more than just a squeaky toy to give you some comfort. Regardless of how it all goes down, don't forget to yell, UNO! at the end. My prediction? Funny trailer, good cast, and Jesse Plemons finally getting some screen time. Usually February is reserved for the lackluster releases that the studios have little faith in, but I put it to you that Game Night will not be a game piece of shit. Unless, of course, it leaves you with that same worthless feeling
1: that you get near the end of playing Monopoly. What is will not be a game piece of shit? Game piece. Game pieces? <sighs> Hi, I'm Joe, and I can't stop from making a stupid pun at everything.
0: It's my fucking article. Hey, look,
1: Jason Bateman is married to a hot chick, and all his friends are lovely, charming, and beautiful. How much more realistic can it get? Add in Jesse Plemons, a kidnapping plot that's gone wrong, sarcasm, and plenty of F-bombs, and you have, to me, what looks like a surefire hit. Let's face it, Game Night is a premise that just isn't realistic. But the trailers make it look like it's going to be funny without being that annoying funny, where everybody is trying to be a comedian and just trying way too hard to improvise. Damn it! I forgot her name.
0: Rachel McAdams.
1: No, if I forgot her name and her name is right there, then I wouldn't have forgotten her name. Uh, what <laughs> fucking Ghostbusters? Oh, Melissa um, McCarthy. <laughs> just fucking with you, Leslie Jones. Yes, Leslie Jones. I also find it difficult not to like Jason Bateman. I mean, sure, he's a poor man's Michael J. Fox, but he's found his niche and he's pretty good at it. I was going to put, you know, and at least he can make a a martini that's stirred, not shaken. (laughs) Ha! Also, dear Rachel McAdams, you have a great ass and I thank you. Not a piece of shit.
0: (laughs) Not with an ass like that, you don't. thank you. (laughs) All right. So, uh, yes, we will be talking about game night. All right funny because we also did a review about fi- almost five years yeah about five years ago for a movie called Game Day or is that Draft Day fuck Draft Day there was a Game Day though I think yeah so Draft Day with uh, Kevin Costner you yeah. know, you pancake eating motherfucker for sure all right so <laughs> all right anyway Uh that's it for uh, for us and you know Wakanda edition yeah so the tell the truth or you know <laughs> that's wrong movie <laughs> all right
1: Beautiful day. Bye.